Welcome to the Huawei, a podcast about all things recruitment and a chance for you to get to know us here at Wow Recruitment a little better. Every month, I, your host Viv Edwin, will have a different guest on here and together we will jump into topics all concerning around recruitment. So why not join us on this journey and find your own recruitment happiness? So welcome to the second episode of the Wow Way. Now, before we start, I'd really like to say thank you to everyone who listened to our first episode and thank you for the great feedback. Now, on my first episode, I interviewed Emily McLeod, who is one of the co-founders of Wow Recruitment. It made natural sense that the next person I should interview is Daniel Tonkin, who is the other founder of Wow Recruitment. Now, Daniel is not just the co-founder and owner of Wow Recruitment. He's also the author of the best-selling book, Shit Happens and Then Rainbows. Might I add, if you're a procrastinator like me, this is definitely a book you should read on your own time. Without any further ado, Daniel, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Thanks Ex- for having me. Excellent. And is this your first podcast? This is not my first podcast, but it's my first Wowway podcast. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for making the time to do this with me. Now, I guess we'll we'll jump straight in. So first question is going to be, what was it that gave you the idea to start Wow? The idea of Wow. Okay. Um, So I guess I've I've got a background with building businesses and, and I've always had a passion with growing companies and um, I met Emily through one of my companies which was a sales agency when um, Emily was studying university and we built like a pretty good relationship Emily managed some really big teams for uh, my agency and Emily then went off and went and worked within recruitment and Emily did an absolutely incredible job I guess for me uh, I have a passion of growing business especially in, in competitive markets and you know I've, I've seen what Emily was able to do within the recruitment space and knowing how important recruitment is for a business as in especially with my business and the recruitment that we want to do to be able to hit goals and look for great talent we've always had clients ask us is that oh your people always look pretty good like how do I get some of your bills. Like, we can't get my people, but (laughs) maybe I can help you find your own people. And I guess I sort of went, well, people are asking about where I might get my talent from. I know Emily's in recruitment and we've always had a very good working relationship. I have a fascination of getting and opening up businesses and, and, and watching them grow. So I called Emily and said, hey, let's catch up for a chat. And I proposed the idea of of an agency where we could partner up and and do something a little bit different. Amazing. Next question I would have is, in terms of recruitment agencies, there are a lot of agencies out there. And you as a business owner, you've dealt with a lot of agencies yourself. How would you say WOW is different from the other agencies out there? Yeah, good question. I know that we wanted to to differentiate ourselves amongst a lot of the different agencies. And I guess it is it is quite hard to, to look different because at the end of the day, recruitment is recruitment. Yeah. Right? Like, and I guess probably from an outsider looking in, like it can, or it, it, it can feel same, same. 
Um, I feel that with WoW, strength comes from, I've got a pretty long history within building successful businesses within competitive markets and, and able to scale teams 50 to 100 plus. And I feel that with that experience of, of building and scaling business, with getting involved within recruitment, where I know the, we, the, the average recruitment business in Australia is around that sort of eight to 12 people. In the back of my mind, I was, I, I was, I was going, okay, well, with my experience of and scaling business, I felt that I, that could add a different level of, of experience within an industry that typically doesn't have big headcount. Um, I think the second piece is that when I was always like, well, if I'm gonna do something and um, I've always wanted to, to do it big, it was, it was, I've never had, I've never wanted to do something where it was gonna be a lifestyle business. Um, it was never gonna be something where like, okay, like this could just run on its own and, and maybe I can go hang out in the beach and it can just run by itself as I've, I've always, in the back of my mind going, if I'm gonna do something, I wanna be able to truly help other people come in and have an opportunity to, if it's to build their career or if it's, they wanna be able to help us move into different markets and different cities. And I've always wanted to be able to help other people be able to reach the potential that they want. And I guess reach their own potential, but also be able to not have a glass ceiling if they want to be as big as they want. I also need to make sure my ambition matches which each individual looks for. So I think that's probably the first piece in, in regards to the mentality right around about like growth and, and and expanding and scaling. I think the second piece was like, well, just when we did the research and started looking into lots of different agencies and sort of what they're doing and, and how they sort of market themselves. And I, a lot of agencies have their their name in their in their title, right? Like they have a lot of their personal names they, they name it, uh, well, I guess their recruitment companies named after their personal names. And, you know, got, and the more research you did onto recruitment companies, it sort of felt that a lot of them sort of come across quite corporate and, and maybe not a huge amount of personality shown, shines through, through the website and, you know, and how people sort of brand, brand themselves online and whatnot. I felt like, you know, if we were to try and cut through some of the noise, let's choose a name that's rememberable. And I feel like wow, it's like a pretty rememberable name. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, um, love it or hate it, like it's going to stick yeah. in the back of your mind. And I felt like that was always going to be pretty powerful. I felt like if we're going to use a use a name like Wow, then we 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 need to brand it Wow. So we use a lot of bold colors, and you know, we use a lot of a lot of standard images. Which if people were to cross cross through and read through, then well, I can they go, okay, that aligns with the company and the name. And I feel like if you look at the name, if you look at the colors, what does it really represent? And it's just bringing the, the human element of recruitment back into recruitment. I'm not trying to say that other companies don't do that, but we wanted to make sure that the, the branding image was gonna have the human touch and people gonna to, going to be able to sort of relate to our brand and go, okay, that, that they're a little bit fun, That's it's real, it's, it's, it's aligned with what we're trying to do and, and more importantly with the experiences we would want to have. Yeah. And there's a matter of, there's been so many times the conversation we have with clients and we've had with candidates and they say the word wow and then they always stop after they're saying the word wow 
And then they look at me and they go, okay, yeah, I get, <laughs> I get why you called WoW. And I think that every time that happens, it's like, okay, yeah, we, we, we know we're, we're, we're in the right place and we're doing the right thing. I agree with you. Like, you know, when I talk to people and they've asked me in the past, like, where do you work and what you're doing now? All I have to do is tell them where I work once and they remember because it's it's such an easy name to remember. Mm. Like I've worked at other places and not, not throwing shade on them. But when you do mention it, like they meet you like a couple of weeks later and they'll be like, oh, where was it you said you worked? That doesn't happen to me anymore because <laughs> I say I, I tell them once and then they stick with it. Yeah. The next thing I'm going to talk about is everyone's elephant in the room. And mm-hmm. Unprecedented is the word that gets thrown around a lot to describe this we're going to talk about COVID-19 so yes how would you say like and whether we like to admit it or not COVID has affected the world and has affected everyone in some way or the other how do you think COVID impacted everyone at WOW recruitment yeah I guess the initial reaction was a lot of uncertainty and if you think about recruitment as, as, as an industry, like recruitment, you feel everything straight away as, as when COVID was really starting to come into, come, come over the world. Like, um, a lot of our clients that were based in the U S or, um, or ASX listed companies here in Australia and, and whatnot were putting jobs on hold before there was even lockdowns even happening. And we've, knew very early on that this was going to be something that we've, we've never experienced before. Um, and it was something that I've never experienced before. I've, uh, you know, we, we, I had, I, my, my business in the GFC, uh, in 2008 was nothing compared to what we were about to experience coming into COVID. And I guess we're just so fortunate that we didn't panic for too long. Yeah. Um, we panicked, as I'm sure most people did. And you know, we spent a lot of sort of hours discussing contingency plans and what we're going to do and, and, and how we're going to do it. You know, we've just, we just came off having a record-breaking year, thinking 2020 was going to be the year that really, like, changed. And you know what? It did. Everything did change, but we thought it was going to be very different year than than it, than it ended up being. We just went off and having our record-breaking month in in February, um, thinking that we were invincible, and then and then everything then everything that happened, and by April we end up having our worst ever month. So in the space of eight weeks, you we've had a we'd have had a PB and we were celebrating and. By April, we just had our worst month we've ever had, and we were like, "Oh, that's um, that's not really what we thought was going to happen." And and then May happened, and, and May was our second worst month. And looking looking back, um, and after about two to two to four weeks, and Emily and Emily and I obviously had a lot of conversations. We sort of realised that there was probably we probably weren't able to to do much more than we were doing. Um, we. We did as much as we, we could to be able to make sure that we weren't we didn't want to lose anyone in the team and and fortunately for us we were able to keep the team together um, and 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 the one person that did decide to go back to the UK was for you know for personal reasons because yep. of wanting to be close to family and whatnot of course, and we, and we of completely course. respected 
a person's decision, but we're able to keep the nucleus of the team around and and we're also able to, during those times, able to like, everyone was able to start doing exercise again and, and able to have maybe freedoms that we, that we, that we probably took for granted. Yeah. Um, and in regards to spending time with family and doing more Zoom calls with loved ones. And, you know, I guess for me, like my, my wife was pregnant. So like I was able to like really like enjoy that, enjoy that pregnancy. And, and at the meantime, like there was a lot of other challenges, obviously, you know, like I wasn't able to like go back to, I'm from Perth, so I was able to see my family. And, and obviously my wife is, um, my wife is international. So, you know, not having, not having those support people in there while yeah, of course. In the process of um, having, is, having a newborn, a huge thing, which is a right? huge thing. Yeah, yeah. And I guess just being grateful that like for the situation we're in, because you know, like there was a lot of other people around the world that were in a lot worse situation. Obviously, people, you know, unfortunately, like not losing lives and you know not losing sort of jobs and you know companies having to shut down. And I guess we were sort of very fortunate that we that we there had been a lot of really good groundwork done, and we and we had a. a we had a, I guess, a, a war chest of funds there to be able to you know, get us through a lot of really challenging times. And when it came, when it came back into sort of like May and then June, and then, and then all of a sudden, like there was, there was this optimism that started coming about. And, and a lot of our, um, you know, especially our companies really in the logistics space and around sort of in that, in any, any of the companies around in SaaS and sort of technology and, a lot of the fintech businesses were businesses were 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 booming, and uh, I guess we we're pretty fortunate enough to have a couple of those clients in those space. And then in June, end up being a record-breaking month for us. And I guess that was sort of game-changing for us. Going, you know, I guess in the back of our minds, we're thinking we're pretty lucky, but there's this there's a a quote that I remember and Warren. Buffett says it well. Yeah. The harder you work, the luckier you get. And we were probably fortunate enough that, you know, there was a lot of hard work and groundwork done before COVID and during COVID that we were able to, you know, to get uh, some of these accounts back on and, and able to, to have an absolutely massive during massive July. And, and we were fortunate enough that our all only impacted for only sort of eight to 12 weeks and were able to sort of get back to, not business as usual, but business as as a new normal. Yeah, I guess you could probably you could probably paint it that way. Um, and I guess we saw initially we saw a lot of candidates on the market, um, as I'm sure everyone probably probably saw. And then as travelers slowly started going back, and and international students weren't able to come back in, and and companies starting to looking to get confidence and starting to grow their teams again we, we we all of a sudden started seeing the candidates slowly and surely disappearing <laughs> which is uh, i guess it's probably led us to where we are today right where when you're speaking to seek and seek talk about there's a record number of of companies advertising on seek's platform yeah more numbers that they've ever had and um, we're looking now and and I guess the the candidates um, are becoming a lot harder to find and and it's a very different different world that we're, in, we're now living in and 
you know, we don't know when the borders looking like to open and we don't know when we're going to be able to get all this different talent coming in. So it's really now thinking about yeah. the future of recruitment. Like, like, so I guess, I guess like jumping in there, like we're now like talking about a saturated market of candidates, right? So when we are looking at that, how, how do you approach that market? Like what advice do you have to like, you know, go through a market with, with such a shortage of candidates. Yeah, like, again, um, we are doing, our strategies have changed quite drastically. Like there's things that we were doing um, now that we probably never really needed to do in the past. And I guess you take those, those parts for granted where we've got, you know, there's people posting on their personal sort of Facebook page to attract talent. And I guess there's a lot of, a lot of people now focus on building your personal brand and, and, and making sure you stand out and you can sort of cut through the noise and you're posting relevant articles to that, that are specific to your market and making sure that you're connecting with people and posting content that people would want to read and, and that people can engage with and engaging with people that are in your sector and engaging to their into their their posts and their information and, and, and things that they're sharing. I feel that with the recruitment of the past is going to be a little bit more different than the recruitment of the future and building your personal brand is going to be key to not only build trust with your audience which is your candidates but also to keep attracting clients that would want to work with you yeah perfect so talking about the future what do you think the future holds for our recruitment Future is bright. Like, again, we are already on track to have another record-breaking year and um, COVID didn't shut us down. If anything, COVID has made us aware of our faults. If you'd asked me before COVID, could anyone work from home successfully? I would be very hesitant to confidently answer that question where now, like, well, of course we can. Like, why would yeah. you not work from home? And you know, we had all of our interviews coming into the office. And now if, if you'd asked me before COVID, could you say, could you successfully run a recruitment agency and attract talent and, and guide talent and mentor talent and inspire talent? I would say I would could not see how that could happen. And now we're doing 95% of our yeah. interviews and client meetings all via Zoom and, and getting the same, if not, better better outcomes because absolutely there's a lot of i remember like you know when i used to talk to people and this this is people working in different jobs and different specialisms right and a lot of them would be like okay i can work as many days as i want from home like you know i can i can work on my own on own routine and so they'd always ask me they're like so when do you work from home sort of thing what days do you get get to work from home and my answer always used to be like I'm a recruiter. I don't get to work from home. Like I've got to go into the office. I've got to do interviews. I've got to meet people face to face. Like that's how it works. Yeah. And then COVID comes along and then turns everything around. And, and all of a sudden it makes us actually wonder, right? Like, are we actually thinking in the most innovative and the most strategic way in doing everything we do at work? And like, I think COVID-19 in that, in that respect was a good eye opener because it actually made us realize that maybe we don't know everything about everything, right? Yeah, and I wrote a book on it, right? Shit happens, then rainbows, I guess. 
you know, with every super challenging experience, there is a rainbow in the back of it. And I feel that the future for WOW, like learning from the COVID challenges and, and, and helping us actually maneuver through those challenges and helping us become a better business. And, and I feel like, you know, the confidence that we, the team have about how we're able to guide them through that and, and, and not only be able to guide them through, but also able to have people hit record breaking months and people move through and get promoted and all those real, all those real positive stories on the back of that, like that is our rainbow. Right, and that's just the start of it. And we know that we've got some very big, audacious goals, or BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goals, um, as a as a business. And we are on track to not only achieve them, but to absolutely annihilate those goals. So we are looking pretty pretty forward to seeing the future of Wow. Amazing. So now, when we were talking about Wow initially, you talked about with wow we love cutting through the noise and we love we love doing the things that we do because we focus on people right what can you tell me is something you love about the people who you work with at wow recruitment <laughs> yeah no, good question so i guess I, I i remember when obviously you started uh viv and the conversation i had with you very early on and um when i was listening to your phone calls and we're having conversations um even when we're talking about like like what you get to wear to work and we're like hey you know like it's it's great to to do the things that you think people want you to do but we just want you to be you yeah and be yourself content that you write we want it to be right about things that you're passionate about and and things that you believe in and how you show you show up to office is that like your true self and i find it very hard to work in a place where people having to do things or or be be things that they're probably not would they, they wouldn't do or say in their everyday life and i feel that if you can be your true self um and everyone gets to see you for who you are then you end up working with a whole bunch of people that you would that you would want to work with yeah and if you're aligned by the same ambitions and goals and values which is which is probably a big part of like who we're trying to attract it becomes a little bit more than just like people you're working with. It becomes like, I guess, like a little mini family. And and as corny as that sounds, is as we grow, as we expand, we don't want to lose that personal, that human touch. And we want people to be connected to to themselves and to, to the team and, and to the vision. And, and we know if that happens, then everyone wins. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, I before before I go into my next question, I, I also have to say like the fact that WOW recruitment went through COVID and did not lose anyone, I think that that is like a huge victory in itself because the stories I've heard and like being in the recruitment industry, it's hard because you hear about what people have gone through yeah. or what other companies have had to do to stay afloat and I think that is just such a huge win and, and we're very blessed to be in that position. Yeah, 100%. I think also on the back of 2020 that we're able to like grow headcount and able to like bring people on board was not only keeping everyone in work, but also at the back of that, be able to like bring talent on board to WOW. And that was a massive achievement where 
if you'd asked me if that was going to be the future of WoW in, in May, <laughs> I would have said probably not. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so multiple businesses under your name. Yes. Best-selling book on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> What's next for Daniel? I'm really, really enjoying getting my hands into this recruitment, in this recruitment industry, in recruitment space. Um, I feel that the conversations that we're having with our clients at a very strategic high level, I feel that it there's a lot of opportunity for us to to grow in a lots of different sort of areas, not just bringing people on recruitment, but also like in terms of operations and finance, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that we can still do. We have some pretty big goals. I wanna make sure that WOW gets to a point where we're not just the 10 to 12 base recruitment agency. Yeah. Like like how maybe a lot of well, the, the, the average size company can sit out. We want to be in a situation where you know, we're growing to, we've got a, we've got a budget that we've already put in together. We, we know that we're going to be at a headcount of 17 by the end of next year, but it's more the fact of like, when we get to 25, when we get to 30, and as we, as we keep hitting those headcount numbers, it's like, well, yeah, we've, we've hit those growth numbers, but at the same point, we still have that same feel of a, of a small to medium-sized agency, but with a big team. And as, we, and as we grow and as we move into the Sydney market, then we want to be able to open up Brisbane, which, again, which would be like a, a massive market for us. We want to be able to open up Melbourne, which would be a huge market. Open up in Perth, which is a bit far, but again, would be an absolutely like great market for us. So, potentially the US. Well, we're already working in the US, so and yeah, there is definitely sort of international endeavors on the horizon. But for for me right now, like I'm I'm pretty excited about what we can do with Wow. In the next 10 years for me is this, is really working on the strategic point and the strategy piece and making sure that myself as long alongside with Emily is really guiding wow to be able to fulfill the team's aspirations and more importantly be able to bring more recruitment and human feels to the recruitment space amazing amazing daniel i think like we'll stop over there but before we go i'd like to say thank you so much for making the time to speak to me and is there any last messages you'd like to leave for all of our listeners on our second episode <laughs> look i'll probably just say if there's gonna be any any final words um i would say that there's that Look, I'm not saying that I am the, the best recruiter in the world. Like, if anything, I've only been an agency recruiter myself for just over four years. So, you know, my background is building business and, and working with people. But the one thing I can say is that every, every skill is transferable. Every experience you learn can be used in every conversation you have. And no matter what situation you're in, how bad it seems, or how good it seems. Um, the shit, all the rainbow is just around the corner. And when it happens, 
just embrace it because end of the day, right? Like as long as you don't procrastinate and you do take some sort of action, things will improve. And that's it for me. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Daniel. And thank you for listening to the second episode of The Wow Way. Thanks for joining us on this episode of The Wow Way. Please visit our website, wowrecruitment.com.au to subscribe to us and to make sure you never miss an episode. If you really enjoyed the episode, please give us a rating on Spotify or on iTunes. Alternatively, please tell a friend about us. That would be doing us a huge favor too. I look forward to joining you here again next month. From all of us here at WOW Recruitment, this is Viv signing off.